Of DWN Productions THC Podcast, sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at Boygob.com, the Fancy Dan YouTube page, and back in that ass on the DWN's Terrible Horror Crap Podcast Facebook page. And I think the DWN page, too. We are back for how long? I don't know. Hopefully, we'll last through Camp Zool so we can broadcast <laughs> silly, silly antics to you fine, fine folks. But we know a lot of you, not a lot of you, about three of you are going to listen to this podcast audioly, audioly, aioli style as you drive to Camp Zool. So we wanted to make sure. We had something for you for the way there. So, Joe, back in that ass once again. Some would call it the resurrection. I wouldn't. I would just say we're we're a couple of guys sitting around having a few fucking pops and talking about a movie or two, but... How are you? Hey, I'm just a guy who likes to talk about horror movies. Records. Not anymore. No, Fucking not doing quick. that. Okay. He did that shit for like four weeks. Hey, I'm just a guy who likes to talk about horror movies and heavy metal music. Just drop the heavy metal music shit. Well, we maybe know he'll the get the albums. I just don't think the heavy metal music was doing too much for his channel there, bud. Well, tough luck for him, I suppose. Speaking of not doing much for the channel, the reviews are in. Viewers don't give a fuck about malevolence either, Joe. 
Well, we're almost through with that, Tom. <laughs> almost. Un mas. Yeah, one more. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, yes, it was a definite error on my part, for which I apologize. But can't win them all. Can't win them all. Or any. <laughs> I guess not, yeah. Um, yeah. Know yeah. when to hold them. We are. Know uh, when to scroll to And aside from uh, shirts that I'll be wearing, I really don't know what to take. So it's just a hodgepodge of shit that I'll be bringing. Swing by, look at what I have on the table, walk away. That's fine. That's okay. It's just, it's fine. I wouldn't do so many deep cuts. Yes. Yeah, I know. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. If you swing on down to Camp Zool, I'll have these hats that weren't what I ordered there so if you want something i don't care for i fastener if you want something i don't care for and didn't come out that great come on down to cam zoo give me your money i have a bunch of one-offs and prototypes those are kind of cool help us pay for gas because holy shit we're gonna need it it is gonna be an expensive trip but that's why hopefully the Zooligans will come by and say, God damn it, Mama Tom, let me give you some money for one of these beautifully painted one-off or prototype masks. I'll have a few. I'll have enough that if I sell them all, we'll pay for the trip. But if I don't, I'll <laughs> stick them up my butt. If I can find it in time, I'll be bringing my copy of Malevolence, which I'll... <laughs> Throw it somebody it in the, the crowd. Only, only movie I'll be bringing. <laughs> Are you I'll bring any of your uh, award-winning films? Tom? Yeah, I'll bring a couple copies of Fisted. I was fussing. I can't speak. I've been drinking all day. Hey, Joe, I mowed the lawn at 2 p.m. How long you think I've been drinking? <laughs> It was a fucking hot one at times. It was weird. It was weird today. Boy, I'll tell you what. But uh, yeah, I will have a few copies of Fisted up there. So get them while you can and sit on them. Mr. Cam, hello. Joe can't wait to meet you. I'm indifferent, but Joe can't wait to meet you. Speaking of indifferent, hey, Joe, how was your week? I did a lot of work, and that's pretty much the majority of what. Is that I like heroin? Week, no, no, that's not. Uh, I didn't say horse work. I was on the press making shirts, trying to get shit done before we leave, because with today's holiday, which I did take off, uh, I've got two <laughs> days to work before we take off, right? I don't know. I got to take off a little earlier than you do, mm -hmm. so. At least you're riding shotgun. Right. I wish you were actually riding a shotgun, Joe. Maybe. We'll see how the weekend goes. It's a long drive. I don't know if I can put up with all that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what are the gun laws in Ohio? You can't bring one. Oh, okay. If we get pulled over, I don't think it'll be a good time. All right. I asked Mr. Bill the first time. 
And he was like, oh, I wouldn't worry about it. We'll have him. So I said, <laughs> okay. So I took that as I wouldn't bring a gun. You're okay. All right. All right. So. Hey, no. Joe. Fucking Severn Films and stuff. They should all head on over to severn-films.com and get their uh, incredibly strange, wonderfully fantastic Chooper bundle. I'm not familiar with any of the films in that bundle. Or the filmmaker. Or the mask you made for this bundle. I'll be honest, Joe. I wasn't either. Uh, our, our, our colleague, Dave, sent us, or it's not sent us, but sent me some screeners and I grabbed some screenshots from. And uh, I would send all your money to severin-films.com and buy that box set. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> Is this the the one you were having all that trouble with? Yeah. Uh, so, after I dug up some more of his movies and ended up using screen caps from stuff Dave didn't even send me. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is what it is. I appreciate it for sure. People seem to dig it, but boy, it was... That a tricky one because it just looks so simple in everything. Those are always the toughest. Yes, that's true. Very true. tough, like beef jerky. Mm-hmm. Mm, jerky. Hey, boy, what'd you watch this week? I watched season three of Arrow, which is a complete piece of shit, and I don't recommend this show to anybody. And I don't know why I watch it. I don't know. And uh, probably start shooting. Fucking dick. Maybe, maybe when I get no, back. It is. I don't know. Um, yeah, don't recommend it. Uh, the villains—they all look stupid. Gorilla Grodd, which I was hoping they'd do something with, is just a big CGI gorilla. Not was it good. cool though? Was it like Amy, like Gorilla? Love you. They didn't really show it much because I guess they're saving that for the next season. I don't know for the movie. For the movie, yes. Arrow the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. This season that I'm watching is like eight, nine years old. <laughs> Arrow the movie. The tagline is this way to action. Yeah. <laughs> Would recommend Arrow Would season three. Would not recommend it. But you've been loving them so far. The Arrowverse. Been a companion piece to The Flash, which I said uh, is a much better show. It's pretty good. Yeah, I would recommend that. If you're into superhero shit. Superheroes? With a Z? No, not with a Z. Oh, shit. All right. But yes, with an A. Super famous fake time friend said, Joe, why don't you sit on his lap? No. Tom, what did you watch? I watched nothing special. The last Norm MacDonald special that just prepared, premiered on Netflix today. Although, I guess it's the last special, but uh, 
during the pandemic or maybe before. I think they said on the fuck. We'll get into that, but he did a set after that live at the improv that somebody captured, or maybe it was recorded. I don't know, but uh, this was pretty good. I had a few laughs, Joe. It was, uh, I guess, Norm McDonald was going in for some kind of procedure, they called it, in 2020. And he said, oh, in case shit gets fucked up, let me record one last thing. And uh, it was just him, like, talking into his computer, how we're doing now. And then he had one camera, like, coming down this way to fucking, like, capture that. So it was just cutting between those two different things. It was funny for sure. And then when it was done, uh, David Letterman, Dave Chappelle, Molly Shannon, uh, Adam Sandler, and David Spade, like, talked about it for 20 minutes or so. It was good shit. I mean, for sure, he he didn't look well. That's that's for sure. But uh, can't wait to see what he does next. Would recommend. All right. All right. Uh, super fandom. No. Super. Um, I watched the first two seasons of that, Stranger Things, and uh, it had its moments. It was okay, but it was really, really heavy on the nostalgia, which I thought got in the way of the storyline. So I haven't gone back. Maybe I will eventually, but. Not anytime soon, because I'm going to watch Arrow Season 4. <laughs> but I did watch Lady Snowblood, the Japanese tale of revenge. Some of you all might recognize this movie from Quentin Tarantino's highly original Kill Bill, in which he patterned a character sort of after this, and some scenes sort of after this. He was paying homage, some would say. But anyway, this film is about a girl... That was uh, raised since birth <laughs> to be an instrument of vengeance, Tom, to get revenge on the guys that that uh, killed her, her brother and her dad and raped her mom. And she was through her mom in prison after they raped her and she was born in prison and her mom died there. So she grew up to commit revenge on these people. And she does. Throughout the movie, she hunts them down. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. And along the way, she makes new enemies, Tom, because revenge is cold. It is. Get a jacket, you yeah. fuck. You're gonna As they it. say, if you're going to do revenge or something, <laughs> dig two graves. That's what they say. And one of them should be for One yourself. for them. One for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. But great movie. It's a. Uh, it's Aren't there of, like three? There's two. Two. Okay. Yeah. I I haven't seen them, Joe, but I but know he's all got the HBO Max. Movies. They're on there. HBO Max has a lot of the Criterion stuff. Do uh, they? Including a lot of the Godzilla movies. Do they have Shaft in Africa? No, they don't. Okay. That's a rec for... recent addition to the Criterion. Stuff, Unfortunately, right? it isn't. They just got the first Shaft. I'm waiting for them to release the 4K box set with Shaft in Africa. Mm. 
he goes back to the promised land you see joe i know the land of promises and promises can't be broken because all promises in africa are sworn upon the pinky and those promises cannot be broken no ever so yeah lady snowblood if you haven't seen it i do recommend it if you have seen it go watch it again lady or snowblood. don't and the chick that's in it that plays lady snowblood she sang the theme song <laughs> what does the theme song sound like joseph that in japanese i don't know well, yes, you do. You watched the movie and you heard it and you specifically mentioned the theme song. I don't know Japanese. I was busy reading the subtitles to the theme song. Oh, so what were the words? Like, hey, revenge, I'm coming for you. And revenge, I'm going to dig two graves. You know, like that. We're serving this shit up cold. Now, how do you think they in, would say that? But in Japanese, they wouldn't. They wouldn't say that, Tom. What would they squawk it? I don't want to upset all your Japanese customers. Ah, you can. Chim Chim won't mind so much. <laughs> Was that the monkey from Speed Racer? Was that a monkey? You're a racist, Joe. You're a fucking racist. And no, all right. I guess we're not on Facebook anymore. So, Joe, did you watch anything else this week? What'd you watch, Tom? It's your turn. Joe. I watched Extreme Prejudice, starring Nick Nolte and Powers Booth. Have you seen this one, Joe? I have. It's good shit. What's it about? It's about uh, some really prejudiced guys. <laughs> They're like some tough it's guys. It's about Nick Nolte. They're and a group of tough guys that ride a bus around, you know, and no. They go to do extreme prejudice stuff against not at all who is uh, so in this movie nick no illegally plays chuck norris and he's a texas ranger and unfortunately his childhood buddy is a coke dealer who lives in a helicopter and sells cocaine in mexico and tejas so it's up to Nick Nolte to say, my friend, no drugs in America. Okay? And Powers Booth says, no, no. And Nick Nolte says, ah! And they end up shooting. Somebody gets shot at the end, but you'll just have to find out. However, there's also a B-plot where uh, Michael Ironsides, hey, why don't you go have a look and see what Michael Ironsides looks like now. You will not recognize that gentle fellow. Whatever. I, uh, he was on the special features of this disc. And I was just like, who the fuck is this guy? Are they interviewing the cinematographer or something? Oh, my God. So uh, Michael Ironsides, Clancy Brown, who I just thought was some guy from the Mortuary Collection. 
I guess he was in movies before that. Excuse me. And uh, uh, Billy Foreskins, he's in this. And uh, they're like a ghost military unit who, on the record, they're all dead. And they go out and perform these missions and shit. And they get all tied up with Nick Nolte. And uh, none of that matters because there's only one scene you got to fucking watch to be like, yeah, I think I think I'm going to watch this movie. And there's five guys in this uh, ghost unit who go around doing these things. And uh, William Forsythe's one. And uh, they got two black dudes. Like the bigger of the black dudes, they uh, set up a thing so they get arrested. So they can learn about the uh, insides of the jail and how the cop works and shit. So uh, they go to a bank because they're going to look at that, the bank that they're going to rob, I should say. It doesn't matter. Billy Foreskin walks up. Oh, no, it's a welfare office. That's what it is. It's like a job thing where you go to get fucking jobs and shit. The and job uh, fair, they call them. It's a job fair. Mm-hmm. And Billy Foreskin says, hey, you N-word, other F-word, what the fuck kind of job do you think you're going to get here? It's like, what'd you just call me? An N-word, other F-word. Did you just call me an N-word, other F-word? Well, I don't see any other N-word, other F-words around here, so I must... For that scene alone, I highly suggest... Joe, they don't make movies like this anymore. No. It was a magical year (laughs) of 1987, Tom. It's fucking violent as shit. There's way more squibs than you would expect. Like if you're a dude, if you, oh, I would think of like, what's the word? If you identify as a man, I would suggest watching Extreme Prejudice because it's a good fun movie. It's supposed to be like a neo-Western, I think, but that fucking term sounds stupid as shit. And they but didn't I have mean, that term back when the movie came out. So it's No, not- for sure. I mean, that's what, I mean, what would you call it? You know what I'm saying? It was just an action flick at the time. I mean, it's not. It's pretty much a fucking Western. It's a tough guy movie. It's a Western. It's a Walter Hill flick, and that's what he makes, is he makes tough guy flicks. It's it's a Western, though. Going back to... Uh... Rendon! Did he do what you done? He did, Joe. He did. He did uh, the one where Charles Bronson's a street fighter. And he did uh, Southern Comfort. Mm, Your favorite drink. And The Long Rider, shit like that. Tough guy flicks. (laughs) It's, uh, if you don't like Westerns, I would say watch this. And you'll probably be like, all right, maybe I do like Westerns or two. Maybe I'll watch Boss N-Word. It's a good one. But yeah, this one is good shit. Uh, Head on over to the old YouTube page and leave a comment with your favorite Western and maybe, just maybe, we'll pick you 
to win a digital copy of the movie Joe and I just spoke about, Extreme Prejudice. So that's so, Tiny Lister in there. He is. Who is uh, Tom he Lister. He holds a gun. Yes. <laughs> Thomas Listerine. Yeah. But yes, head on over to the fucking this video and leave a comment with your favorite fucking Western movie. And uh, I guess the movie that I like the most or the only person that leaves a comment, I will send you. <laughs> Which is how fucking, it's going to go. <laughs> the digital copy for uh, Extreme Prejudice. Hey, somebody won a copy of Day of the Animals or whatever that was. Brian Apodacadaca, fancy fucking booze and cigar guy from Frightmare. He gave a fucking reply, and I sent him that shit, and he said, thank you. Me and Cheech will watch a movie and bond over that shit. And I said, it's nice to see another honky and Mexican unifying over movies. So they will be a parallel universe, us, Joe, even though they are in the same timeline. Yeah. Hmm. What'd you watch? I watched Room 104 season Buck 05. Yeah, this is another HBO Max thing. This is the series that uh, different story, different cast each time, but it all takes place in the same motel room. And uh, the first episode has like that Arquette guy. Joe. Why don't you say hello to Caroline and Emily? Hello, Caroline and, say, and Emily. I'm sorry you missed us. Yes. You should have went to the YouTube page so you wouldn't have missed an episode because we've been there. Well, Tom, they but still you can. have been they here. Catch up on those old episodes, which are all on the YouTube page. Boygob.com. Shit's up there. Boygob. Fuck. This is all backwards because of the cameras and the mirror effect. It's fucked up, but in the middle of the screen, it says boycott.com. It's right over there, Tom. Thank you. See, yeah, it's the other one. It's the other hand, though. No, it's up there. You had it right the first time. Up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Room 104, the first episode had... Uh... One of those Arquette guys, David or something, and somebody Patricia. else famous. So I thought, man, Anus Arquette. They're actually spending money on this season, so this is gonna suck. They're hiring uh, name actors, but actors uh, with names like along, John like, and like, Phil. There and are Richard. actors in it that you recognize, but they're they're just kind of like character actors and. Uh, What's wrong with character actors? It was good. It was uh the season had some stories that were like horror related, sci-fi related, some some pretty cool like just silly fucking uh stories. Uh, I'd recommend this show. Like if you're like looking around for some shit to watch, don't know. Hey, let me give this fucking uh room one hundred four a shot. You know, and then you can just come back to it whenever you don't know what to watch. That's how I do it. You do it well, my friend. Hey, Tom, what'd you watch? <laughs> what is it? Just get end? through the show. Come on. What'd you watch? <laughs> I watch Shallow Grave. 
about a couple a gaggle of Catholic schoolgirls. They go on a trip from wherever the fuck they are to Florida. Unfortunately, they get stopped in Georgia when one of these loose hoes have to piss on the side of the road. And unfortunately, they become upon the sheriff who's having sex with the local bar slag. And she says, Oi, why ain't you kill your wife yet? And he says, bitch. And he chokes her to death. So this is Australian? Or, uh... No, I guess not. You said it was in Florida, but, uh... You're <laughs> it's doing in that. Georgia! It's the Florida-Georgia line, like that song. So you're... Okay, they talk like Australians in Georgia. Oi! Well, I never... And shit like that, you see. Anyways, it's uh, the sheriff trying to say, oh, I didn't kill them. Let's get these hoes. They killed them, and it's whatever. If you're looking for movies to go back in the future and buy during the vinegar syndrome sale, I wouldn't recommend this one. A lot of other people would. It's called what? Burial Ground? Shallow Grave. Burial Ground is pretty good. And that's put out by Severin-Films.com, which you can get on sale in a couple weeks. A couple Lee weeks, you fuck. Woo! Remember last week, comic books and shit? I do. Fuck yeah. What'd you watch, Dingling? I didn't number my list. Um, I watched Vixen, the movie. Now, this one's peculiar because it's not a movie. It was a fucking web series that they just cobbled the episodes together and say, hey. Like Phantasm Ravenger. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. You will. Uh, But Vixen, the movie, Tom, is part of the Arrowverse. (laughs) So Cartoon Arrow and The Flash and Cartoon Firestorm and somebody else, they're all, oh, the Atom, who is not the Atom. He doesn't get small. He's just like in a robot suit. Like it's not Iron Black Man. Adam? No. Yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that one eventually. Um, this was okay. <laughs> it's all right. Um they uh they incorporate a lot of the shit from that Arrowverse stuff, I guess, to make people want to watch it or whatever. But uh, she's got her own story going on, Tom. And for a cartoon, they draw her with like pretty big tits, which I thought was kind of odd. You know, Did you try fucking licking the pages and shit, you fucking pervert. No, it was on TV, you dumb fuck. Did you tried licking the screen and shit, you fucking pervert. Like, I need Maybe. to dust this. Maybe. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't recommend, like I said, it's okay, but only if you've got a vested interest in that other shit. Other than that, there's no reason to, to watch it. So is someone who masturbated. They change it around the animated series. From the Arrowverse stuff. So, I mean, if you don't mind those changes, you're not going to mind these changes. Hey, Tom, what'd you watch? What does it matter? It doesn't. 
I watched a movie called Assholes. It's it's the story of what happens when a straight couple does poppers. Spoiler alert. Their faces turn into crudely applied asshole masks where the edges look very unpleasing to the eyes. Uh, the makeup in this movie is so bad. Like, maybe if you weren't in my field, you could get past how bad the makeup was in this movie. Uh, so is it like that Spanish movie where the no face? This is a no-budget New York-made movie. Uh, the idea is there's a girl. She's played by uh, one of the ladies from the Scary of 61st. I think that's what it's called. I talked about it a few months back. But uh, she plays this girl who's trying to get sober. And uh, her brother, who has herpes, says, hey, hit my bong. And she hits it. And then she gets herpes. And then uh, she just wants to get laid. So she bangs this dude and gives him herpes. And uh, it's kind of funny. It's an amalgam of like an art house movie, a trauma movie. Kind of like a man on the street. I'm doing wacky stuff to see how normal people will react. And uh, like a mockumentary. It's got some funny shit for sure. And I would say if like trauma, art house, mockumentary, weird shit. If that appeals to you, check it out. Definitely not for you, Joe. But uh, some of the makeup in it is just so bad that I was just like, fuck. Excuse me. The actors are in it, though. Like, they're complete team players. They're fucking, like, there's fucking scenes where they're supposed to be eating each other's asses and shit. And it almost looks like they're doing it. Like, they're naked and getting their heads in between each other's crotches. But it's like, this kind of shit, you know, where they're not actually going in. It's just like, like, they're almost doing it. So... It's as far as you can get without being porno, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, like, I appreciate that. Like, they were in it. We're going to make this movie and do the kind of shit. But, uh, I don't know. It, it was, it's disjointed. I guess that's, that's the best word. If you like weird, disjointed, I'm going to make my own low-budget movie thing. Maybe check it out, but definitely not for you, my friend. Doesn't sound like it. No. But you appreciate it. I mean, I might watch it again. The commentary might be interesting because it's just an amalgam of, like, just weird different shit i don't know it could be i'm a new york rich kid and i just fucking made this movie like i i don't know but like i can appreciate it because they made something weird and that's what they wanted to do so fuck them
an amalgam. Yep. Like Iron Lantern. Dark Claw. Oh, yeah. Or Iron Lantern. Mm -hmm. Sure. Lobo the Duck. Lisa's coughing in the background. Are you going to make sure she's okay or what? She's a smoker. That's what smokers do. They cough. Um, I watched She Made a Monster, which is a, a short film from my friend Jay Real. And it's that about dude's a so fucking buff. Who, uh, yeah. Who's so fucking buff. He's not uh, making sure he does push talk up. Talk about how buff he is before you talk about the short. He has buffed up. While we were all sitting on our asses during COVID, he decided to do push-ups the whole time. And then he just buffed up. You know, when people go, and you see their pecs and shit all squunched over, and it's just like, I'm ripped. He somehow managed to put that fucking look on his face. And for that, you did it, dog. You killed everybody. You're going to fucking beat the shit out of everybody you've ever come across and stop all crime and poverty ever. So She Made a Monster is about this kid that's a super genius. And uh, she doesn't really make a monster. So you kind of lied to us there, Jay Real. What she does is take a monster from the television and bring it into real life. This monster happens to be a, a T-Rex, which I guess qualifies. They're monsters, right? And uh, No, they're dinosaurs. It runs they're rampant fun. through the They're street. dinosaurs like Jurassic Texas. Park. And, uh, is this like Jurassic Park? And so then she has to uh, try to get rid of the dinosaurs. Is this like prehistoric forest show? And it's, it's a cute film. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's not like his uh his feature dawn, which is actually two uh, movies, a lot more like serious. two shorts. This one just has like a uh, uh like a like a cute tone. You know, he's not trying to do anything serious. Uh, it's okay. I dig it. Good on is you for making another film. Or what? Finally, Jay. Was I don't know. Stop motion. I think he explained how he did it. It's just like you take some some free shit on the internet and you can just incorporate it into like scenes around I or something. I don't know. I don't know how that shit works. Not a I filmmaker. Understand. You ever have a girlfriend, Joe? Hmm? Have you ever had a girlfriend, Joe? What'd you watch, Tom? Hey, Joe. Have you ever had a girlfriend? So, uh, number one. Hey, Joe, have you ever had a girlfriend? And I shouldn't have fucking said I could record tonight. Joe. Tom. Have you ever had a girlfriend? Never. So you never had a girlfriend from hell? No. What a piece of shit this movie was. I can't tell you how many times this movie's come up. You should really buy this in the Vinegar Syndrome sale. It's so much fun. This is fucking bullshit. 
This is like just, oh, I love the 80s and I'll eat up anything semi-horror related in the 80s because I'm a complete fucking dweeb piece of shit. Uh, bootleg ass Elvira is being hunted by her fucking dork ass boyfriend. Uh, he's fucking, I'm the devil hunter boy. And she's gonna fucking possess some fucking broad who's a dweeb in this party. And it's just gonna be a shitty late 80s comedy. And it fucking sucks. If you say, like, shitties, late 80s comedy, that's this. Would not recommend. Fuck everybody who said this shit's worth a fuck. It isn't. I didn't care for it one bit. Spit on the ground to the bin. Rubbish mate. That's what I say, Joe. Would not recommend. Girl, a girlfriend from heaven is what I'm looking for because I have sex with the dead, Joe. I fuck people who have died recently or 80 years ago. I don't give a fuck. As long as you're dead, my dick's hard. Yeah, what sounds like watch? a good movie, Tom. So, no, yeah, it's not. Head over, over it's, to Vinegar Syndrome. And pick that up. Tell them Tom Don't. sent you. Save your money for the Severin film sale. Well, Tom, I continued watching the All the Haunts VRs box set. Woo! And this time, the last movies I watched were from uh, Poland. And they sucked. They, those Poles, they can't make a movie for shit. I think it was Poland. It was one of those countries. And... uh this one, we're in Canada for a movie focusing on Native American folklore. And this movie's called Clear Cut. This was so a year if after if it's Grand Canada, Green, you can't received, say Native uh, American. Uh, okay. Accolades for being in uh, um, Dances with the Wolves. So, yeah, he had a lot of heat behind him. By, but this movie came out a year later. And it's about a logging company that's taking away engine land and just chopping down all them trees. And and the, the natives are upset, Tom. They're really, really upset. I'm upset. Yeah. And uh, so what on native, Graham Greene, <laughs> actor, not the writer, he, uh, Producer he, kidnaps, he kidnaps their own lawyer. <clears throat> And kidnaps the uh, the head of the mining company, and uh, just puts him through a whole lot of shit, you know. And uh, is Graham Greene really a native, or is he a native god? Is he an engine god, or a demigod? Because he's doing bad shit. And what it does is it it makes these people call into question their own morality views on pacifism and what's right and what's wrong it's a really fucking good movie they said they really missed out on the missed out that the last two were misses big misses for this box set this one's real fucking good uh i haven't seen the extras it's got like short films on there that i'm gonna watch and hopefully they're as good because the short films for this thing 
have really been like the highlight of the deal. But I dig it. I recommend it. I, as far as I know, uh, it's on the box set, and I don't think it's ever had a DVD or Blu-ray release before. But oh, that's uh, a shame. Sounds like it should have. You can watch it on like YouTube or whatever. But, yeah, but don't go to the Severance sale, pick up that box set, and uh, it's a little look nice. Clear cut. Well, Joe, I really good. I enjoyed it. I would recommend. I wouldn't. I would recommend. I would recommend buying a pint or shot glass during the Severn sale because they're good blokes who love the booze. So, Joe, I watched. I would probably watch it again at some point. So, Joe, Mm -hmm. I watched a movie called Shit and Champagne. This is like a throwback, a.k.a. love letter, maybe, to 1970s exploitation movies. Maybe paying homage to Pam Greer shit. But, uh, lady, uh, she finds herself tangled up into a drug-slash-prostitution ring, and she has to get down to the bottom of it and avenge her uh, maybe fiancé's, maybe second adopted cousin-sister or something. There's a couple people who are in her life who gets fucked up, and it's uh it all tangles down to uh this was based on a true story, Joe. And what is this true story all tangled down to? <laughs> uh people in the homosexual community they were doing booty bumps, which I didn't know what the fuck that was. I'm sure you do, but for the people out there who don't know. That is when uh, people would shoot crystal meth up other people's assholes like the Mayans would do with cocaine and get fucked up that way. Anyways, it would get you real fucked up and make you shit your pants. And it caused an epidemic in cruising clubs where it would clog up the pipes in the toilets because people were flushing their underwear, Joe, because they shit their pants with all the crystal meth that was blown up their assholes. So they decided, hey, let's make a movie where we fucking go and combat these people who are clogging up toilets and gay gay bars by homosexual gentlemen who are flushing their toy their underwears down toilets. Uh it's a good like oh we're gonna make a throwback parody, whatever, love letter to 70s exploitation movies and shit like that. I liked it. It was a fucking, it was a person saying, I'm going to make the thing that I want to make and do it my way. 
Tom uh, appreciates if, it. I do. He does. If you're into low budget, ridiculous, childish humor, uh, check it out. I would say uh, Pam Greerish spoof is the most comparable thing I can compare it to. But uh, yeah, I had some good laughs. It was a little too corny. So I figured out like uh, corniness is you get it? Yeah! Waiting for the joke to hit in like dad humor and drag queens. Because all the women in this movie were played by dudes in dresses. And I so guess all Shakespearean that, is what you're saying. It was. It was old. It what this wasn't a very progressive movie, is what I'm trying to say. I just didn't. It was very old school. But if you can get uh, past how old timey it behind the times this movie is. If you can get past behind the times this movie is, you'll have a few laughs, I think. I did have a few laughs, but there's just some... Cor- it's it's just too fucking corny. I guess if you're into the queen scene or whatever they call it, maybe that's the type of humor. But it was just a little too corny for me, but I appreciated the filmmaking and doing some shit you want to do and a white guy making a black exploitation spoof. I can appreciate that. But uh would I watch it again? Probably not, but it made me come. What did you watch? That's it. Fuck that's all I watch, Joe. You mind if we take a little break? Because I got to take a little pee-pee. Sure, I'll take a break. <sighs> Thanks.
That's crazy as shit. I beat him back. Wasn't expecting that. Oh, shit. Then he, see, that wasn't. We almost had the fucking almost time that shit out perfectly. But he is back now. And unfortunately, Joe, you fucked up. I know I haven't picked the best shit, but uh, you're a fucking asshole. Malevolence 2, bereavement. Bereavement. So they, you know, seduce you in with this fancy word, bereavement. Uh, this film is a prequel to Malevolence. And uh, this starts out with the little Malevolence boy being kidnapped. So we learn a little background on Malevolence boy. It turns out he has this disease where he can't feel pain. So he's Vader. He don't feel no pain. He ain't got time for pain. So, like, so the mom's like, you got to be real Vader. careful with him, you know. You got to check him every day because if he gets cut or something, he won't know. If he gets a rash, he won't know. So you got to be extra careful. If he tears his penis off while masturbating to the sight of farm animals having sex with each other. He wouldn't know. Well, I mean, stick would be in his hand. like, So, yeah, he would know. He wouldn't know. But he wouldn't feel it. He but would think is, his penis just She's grew. so busy explaining to this lady, you got to be real careful with him that she's not paying attention to what he's doing outside and he gets kidnapped by a serial killer. <laughs> and what he's doing is getting kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> what a piece of shit this movie is. I fucking hate it. Thank God for those fucking marbles the costume designers sewn into the front of those fucking shirts. Because if it wasn't for that, this movie would be the biggest piece of shit ever. But thankfully, I was able to whack off to a couple of marbles sewn into a bra. So, yeah, Alexandria Daddario, <laughs> who we talked about when we were reviewing the Texas Chainsaw movies. Uh, she's wearing the same outfit that she wears in that movie, you know, just the white tank. That's what she wears. That's her trademark. Um She's coming to live with her uncle out in the sticks because uh, her parents died in a car accident or something. And uh, I don't know. She likes to jog or whatnot. She keeps jogging. She past. keeps fit. She jogs past the the slaughterhouse that's not a slaughterhouse anymore. It's just an old place. And, an and old the weird fucking house that people know people live in. But they shouldn't because it's all broken down and there's a freaky guy there that lives there, and what he does is he's a serial killer. Hey, don't go in there. There's a fucked up guy who lives there. Spoiler alert. That's the dude who did everything. Yeah. He did. What a piece of shit. So the movie just spent like he kidnaps people, kills them. And then has the kid clean it up. This plot's a long for a while. Boy, you gonna so learn the hard way. He kidnaps Alexandra Daddario. Or he doesn't. What she does is she goes into the house because she keeps. I like the kid to there. call her Alexander the Great. And uh, but she's caught while she's in there, like trying to help the kid out. And you know, things don't go good. 
Her uncle Whoa. comes looking for her. He gets shot. Her boyfriend comes looking for her. He gets his head beat in trouble. And, uh, and then she does escape and then runs back home and gets everybody there killed, too. Because the little boy decides, all right, I'm going to become a serial killer now. He doesn't talk or anything, but he doesn't feel no pain. I don't feel no pain, Solomon Grundy. This is a much better movie than the first one, but it's not good. It, uh, like somebody, I don't know, the director. Yeah, no, this movie tricks you with hard nips and a little bit of blood. I, uh, I watched the director's cut, which is on Peacock. Probably longer. It is fucking long. It's uh, oh, an hour. Shit, fuck. It's an hour. <laughs> No, but this is one that that I kept stopping the remote, you know, to see how much longer, how much has progressed. It's like, shit, I've only watched five more minutes of it. Well, at least Uh, we know you have sense. Yeah, it is. uh, It's no dollars, but you got sense. It's a dull movie. If they had cut it down to an hour, maybe it worked a whole lot better. But uh, no. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not good, but definitely better than the first one. If you want to whack off to Marvel's Bereavements, the movie for you, it sucks. And I'm sure the third one's going to be a complete piece of shit. We'll find out. Now, I mean, I already know. No one gives a fuck. We will find out. Somehow we got into the fucking thousands with our reviews pretty quickly. No one gives a fuck fuck about these movies Joe (laughs) so fuck I hate them I fucking I like I said dude Anchor Bay was hyping that first one up so goddamn much and I rented that shit from Hollywood video and it's a complete piece of shit and it's weird this guy made fucking brutal massacre and until about a year ago, I thought that shit was the funniest shit ever. But I watched it about a year ago. I was like, yeah, it's still funny, but not as good. He's the dude who made this shit. I never want to watch that fucking movie again. It Brutal Master is the one with all the convention all-stars. Yeah, the or OG convention all-stars. Yeah. Never <laughs> seen it. Didn't really have a desire to. Um, I mean, we're watching these. You got one more week but they left. Let this you guy should make give it a shot. These, you know, so they had to do something. Dude, he must have been some rich kid. Yeah, must have been something rich where or he had some money. Yeah. Because these are just boring rubbish. What yeah, are and we they doing spent here? More money on this one, for sure. You know, I mean, uh, I mean, Michael Bain's not a big actor, but he's, you know, he's going to Yeah, I mean, he does conventions. Deals. Mm -hmm. So he can't be that much realistically. It's one of these movies that were made. I was part of the scene around this time. So around this time when regional independent horror movies were being made, they were just concerned about, oh, are they shot well? And do we have a name? The content didn't really matter. Like distribution around this time 
was like, what did you shoot on and do you have a name? So that's what this is. Yeah, I can't recommend. No. (laughs) Understandable, sir. Being better than the first one doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, no. It's comparing pee-pee to (laughs) poo-poo. Wouldn't want to drink either. But you might. So let's talk about the amazing Spider-Man magazine, the spectacular Spider-Man magazine issue one. Oh, shit, I didn't read that one. Did that come out at that time? What did you read? 116 or something. I don't know, but speaking of uh, Joe, that come back to redo the same shit they did before, Stan Lee is back. That's because this was released over a decade ago in the first issue of the Amazing Spider-Man magazine. But a couple things were changed because in the original... Mr. Stacy was still alive. Oh, we can't have that. Fucking, I was going to say Mary Jane, but not Stacy. Gwen Stacy. She can't look happy going to the mayoral rally. She has to look sad because her papa has died. But this is a reused issue with... Mm things change like the mayor isn't the bad guy he has a minion who's like I'm going to do it my way this is recycled junk Joe and no one should give a fuck because it's a recycled piece of shit fuck the smasher fuck <laughs> you it's the so, a Zui Lu so yes okay so they fell behind schedule then obviously uh and that's why it says with the additional dialogue by Jerry Conway. Mm-hmm. So like re- do this. I just got to change shit up to make so it the rewrites. work for our timeline. All right. Yeah. Uh, this one, Spider-Man's is swinging along and a guy just burst through a wall or a billboard. <laughs> and he's the smasher. He's just a big guy that smashes. Here comes the X. And here um, comes the smasher. The rest of the issue has to do with some new politician on the scene. Rally. Merar. He, he's going to be hot, tough on crime. So we think. We don't know. But uh, hey, Joe, Parker's, hold on. He, I don't know how long this was from, but Nabe! Shout out to you coming through. Come on. Give it up for Nabe, you fuck. Keep Who it up, buddy. Um, yeah, so pretty much all that happens in this issue is he fights the Smasher for a little bit, and uh, then he goes to a political rally, and the roof is going to fall in on it. Blow the roof off the place. And that's it. That's it. It's, that's Tune the, in next week to see Spider-Man save everybody. Yeah, to see if his <laughs> web will hold the ceiling from falling in on everybody at the at the thing. This This was shit. This is just fucking garbage. Because it's a reused issue from over a decade ago, Joe, from a magazine. So they made this a spectacular Spider-Man magazine. Oh, adults are reading EC and shit. 
we have to make a magazine that adults will read, so let's make an edgy Spider-Man book. And this is what they did, and they put Gwen Stacy in it because he was still alive. Remember when J. Jonah Jameson was eating dinner with that colored fellow? Well, not in the original, because it was Gwen Stacy, because he was still alive, you fuck. He's talking about Captain Stacy. Yeah, but, this uh, was, yeah. I'm drunk. Gwen hasn't was died recycled yet. Recycled this but, shit. He's going too soon. She's but the dog lives soon. in Malevolence to bereavement. Yeah, at least there's that. That <laughs> I can't even remember malevolence to know if motherfucker has a dog, because it's the same fuck. Tell him there's a lot of unhappy endings up here. It's the same fucking idiot, but <laughs> such rubbish and bull fucking shit. Joe, I hate you. I'm gonna pick you up and punch you in the fucking mouth when I see you. <laughs> Hey, Joe. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. You like Liss? I do. You fuck what? You what? You fuck what? Not really. Yep. Nope. I do. And this time, Tom, we're doing our top ten movies about police. Because... Or TV shows. You originally said TV shows. And then you said, whoop, I'm dumb. And movies, too. Or, yeah. Anyway, let's get through this. (laughs) Honorable mentions, I got The Killer Inside Me, about a killer cop. There's Uh, a killer in me. Then I've got Copland, which is about a town of cops. Then I've got Maniac Cop, about a big, ugly cop. (laughs) Joe, hold on. Wait, Joe. Then I got Dread. Joe, which is uh, mania cop. which is like the raid, which is also about cops, but not as good, but pretty good. Then I've got the Naked Gun about Detective Frank Drabin. Those are my honorable mentions. My honorable mentions are Vigilante, Ten to Midnight, jerking off, Dead Heat. Black Mama, White Mama, and Puchinski. I thought I had Maniac Cop on here. I was going to say, hey, Joe, you got any Maniac Cop stories, baby? And then you were going to say, he fell down the stairs and his pants fell off. He was just standing there. His pants (laughs) fell off. Um, At number 10, I have Cruising. An undercover cop that goes undercover to kill a gay or find a gay serial killer's, but he becomes gay, and then he becomes a killer's, and we learn about police interrogation tactics in the film. Cruising would recommend a one watch. At my number ten, I have Extreme Prejudice. Would recommend if you're a man. There's no reason you shouldn't watch this movie, man. It's a tough guy movie. Tough guy. 
At number nine, I have Infernal Affairs about a cop that's undercover, uh, pretending to be a mobster, but oh, there's also a mobster that's infiltrated the police. And yeah, yeah, they're after each other. And this was remade as a movie called The Departed. Fuck you, Martin Scorsese, <laughs> for covering this movie and not even like acknowledging, yeah, this is a remake. You fucker. You want an Academy Award for that shit? <laughs> shit fucking thief. My number nine is Killer Joe. Unlike my co-host, which is Piece of Shit Joe. Don't get him confused. Uh, and number eight is Training Day. My number eight is Night of the Creeps. That's a good one. Hey, My Joe, number seven is End of Watch. Me. My number seven is The Exorcist 3. He's copping that. My number six is Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. My number six is Machete because of the Federale you see. My number five is the Choir Boys, which is just about because <laughs> you had sucking up them. This is a really good movie, and uh, it's funny as shit. And this is something like I don't know, maybe it's, it's too big a movie, but this is a uh, my number five is. Boss yeah, Radio. I recommend it. The Choir Boys. Fred Williamson. And my number Would four recommend. is Hot Fuzz. <laughs> number four, Big Money Hustlers. Starring the ghost of Dolomite. Blade Runner. My number three is Paddington 2 because of the fuzz. You number see. two is Mad Max because he's a cop. My number two is Sin City. And number one Joe's is The Raid. And then I got Planet Terra because of so the go on Federale, over .com and then uh, head so on. So next week, not really next week. Join us Saturday. Shit, hold on. Joe thought I wasn't ready, but I was ready for the bullshit. Damn it! So hey. Join us next week. We'll be back Saturday, kind of. It's not going to look good, but there's going to be a, a special live episode. Abbreviated 45 minutes, I know, but uh, it'll be live and direct from Camp motherfucking Zool. Dos, amigo. Spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about camp movies. It's going to be abbreviated, so we'll only have five. I'm going to say five minutes of bullshit, 20 minutes of our shit, and 20 minutes of questions, if I'm going to say that's how we're doing it. But it is what it is. Come out to Camp Zool, too, if you can make it. It's right outside Cincinnati at Terror Town, presented by the almighty Allah Zooey Lou.
Hope you enjoyed this shit. Next week, we're going to be talking about our favorite television shows as children. The cutoff is going to be we're 12 years old and back. So nothing from our teenage years, only when we are children. So our top 10 shows as children. Beyond that, shit. We got that show at Camp Zool. We'll hopefully do a live stream from that so you'll see that shit. But beyond that, it probably won't be till next Wednesday till there'll be another live show. So legit, next Wednesday, I'll see you the fuck again. DWNProductions.net, FastCustomShirts.com. Ah, boy, God. Oh, shit, boy, God. Woo. The song,